So let me tell you more about Jumanji. Oh, God. <laughs> we Welcome did watch back the, we to the, the under... Welcome back to the Underappreciated oh. Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. Mine is drama and romance. <laughs> Mine is action adventure. I like the way you said it. We take turns selecting from our movie genre. <laughs> Get me Spider-Man. Uh, movie genre, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This Tony's week, pick! On the podcast! It's Tony's pick. My pick. Normally it's horror thriller, but... This all, was pretty horrifying. We all, have a, <laughs> <laughs> we all have a uh, secret category that we don't throw around too much for comedy. And I thought, right. with... With as many as my friends have been in the emergency room lately in December, I'm a little tired of this. Let's let's take a little break from horror. We we've had enough horror this year, and let's do some comedy. So I picked 2009's Seventeen again, starring the great Zac Efron. Jim I was Gaffigan. gonna say Zac Galifianakis. I'm like that's not right. No, it's Zac Efron, Zac and Efron. he is great. It's too bad he does. Really, really terrible movie. <laughs> so, Lee, you're saying he's great. What is he great in exactly? I don't know. I just he's no. I like him. <laughs> he's great I, in he's person. the best thing of <laughs> everything he's ever been in. I mean, name a movie he was good in, and I'll wait. He was great in Baywatch. The rest of that no, movie was wasn't. trash. That movie but was he was so shit. good. I actually thought he was good in this. He's good in this. <laughs> I've actually it's not my favorite like character, but he's so. <laughs> I watched the movie, was it Bad Grandpa? With him in it, mm-hmm. Robert De Niro? Yeah, but he's good. Robert De Niro was trash in that. Yeah, the great Robert De Niro's a shit actor. Uh, he's shit in that. That movie is terrible. He used to be a good actor. He's not in there. <laughs> I mean, what kind of role did he have in it? <laughs> he was Bad Grandpa. I know. Which not was like, not as good as the creepy Billy Bob Thornton's. Not fifteen, like nineteen year olds. Okay, he was. It was. Bad Santa was good. It okay. was not as good as Bad Santa, and Bad Santa isn't good. No, Bad Santa was good. No, it's not. I watched it again recently. You know, it's Christmas still not Santa. good. Oh yeah. Yeah. John Ritter, the great John Ritter. I do like John Ritter. Do too. He said you're not gonna s h e t right for me. Tony wow. randomly watches Three's Company. It's like, I'll come downstairs and he's watching Three's Company. <laughs> this is when John would yell, Is no one, is nothing sacred, woman? <laughs> oh no, Carly, you, you don't tell her anything. She will tell everybody everything. So I, I like Three's Company. I like Three's Company too. I preferred Mr. Roper though over um, uh, the shit. Oh, uh, yeah. The other couple though. I know you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah. I liked Mr. And, Roper. And uh, Family Ties. It's all on, um, what is it, Tubi? No, it's not Tubi, it's uh, Pluto. Pluto TV. <laughs> you can watch it's Family Ties. I watch sometimes, and Three's wow. Company. And, uh, there's a couple things on there. Do they have the Facts of Life? No, I didn't see that. But, right, hey, let's talk about this movie. Sure. I need to start watching my Northern Exposure. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, friends, you don't know this, but we yeah, all talked okay. about Northern Exposure one day. I don't even know if it's on the podcast or not. <laughs> but talked about it's more hard than to once. tell nowadays. <laughs> talked about it more than once on the podcast. It all blurs together. And Tony was like, "Oh, you can't find it." So I looked and. During that conversation, I had already ordered it, and it was on the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's talk about 17 again. Who's in this? Well, we just mm-hmm. what's the stats? Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, mm-hmm. The critics gave it a 56%. Mm-hmm. Audience gave it a 67%. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hi. IMDb gave it a 6.4. Mm-hmm. 
This is uh, cost $20 million and it made $136 million worldwide. So it was success. Yeah. You would say it made a little bit of his money back? <laughs> it was written by Jason Finland. Finland? Who wrote Finland, Bring, like the country? Who wrote Bringing Down the House. Who was Ooh. inspired by a bunch of movies that were very similar. Yeah. Like, these kind of movies are huge in the 80s. And it was directed by, welcome back to the podcast, oh. uh, Burr Steers. Yeah, what else did he direct? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh. <laughs> now the lights click on, you hear that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this that all makes crap. sense now. So it's starring uh, Zac Efron from Greatest Showman, Baywatch, and High School Musical. Matthew Perry from Friends. I mean, <laughs> from it's Matthew fucking Perry, people. Yeah, from, he was also in this uh, movie called Kissing a Fool. He that's was also really, really good. Uh-huh. With Selma Hayek. No, well, with Selma Hayek. He also good. played Sandy on Growing Pains and, and drank and uh, died. And it really upset know. Carol. And Mike had to tell Carol. And why am I still talking about this? With Bruce Willis. The whole nine yards. The yes. whole nine yards. And the whole ten yards. I like yards. that one. I don't the know. The whole nine yards was good. The whole ten yards was dog trash. <laughs> He's it's like, analyze this and analyze that. Shouldn't have gone, shouldn't went to that sequel. Done, yeah, no. you don't need Analyze this is really good. Analyze, analyze that is was good. Nah, <laughs> analyze this is basically what the Sopranos became. Have you done the whole nine yards yet? You should do the whole nine yards. You could do the whole nine yards. I could do the whole nine yards because I guess Canada is a fantasy land that doesn't well, exist. It's a comedy, right? Yeah, anybody could do it. That is mean to our friends in the Great White North. I, was, Without the Great White North, we wouldn't have wonderful things like Alanis Morissette. Ryan Reynolds and Tim Hortons. It would make more sense. We I was kidding to do that Canada. movie before you. Yes, <laughs> yes, it would. That's it's why I like sci-fi or a fantasy. It's a comedy, but it is it is a comedy, a drama. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and there is a romance. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a it's a John movie, but I'm the one of us that could do it, other than him. Or it's a comedy. Anybody can do it. And that uh, accent that what's-his-name does as Yanni Gogolak is pretty horrifying. Maybe Tony could do you that. could call it a thriller. From the <laughs> it's thrilling that Matthew Perry has jobs outside of Friends. That's the thrilling he's a, thing. He's, he's terrible. He's not terrible. In everything. I'm sorry. Have you seen... Um, what was that movie he was in? Never mind. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking of a like, real movie know. or are you just saying the thing? <laughs> I'm just saying the thing. Also, Leslie Mann is in this. She's from 40-Year-Old Version, knocked up in pretty much most movies because she's in everything as someone's she's married. friend. <laughs> no, she's married to, um, uh, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, the director there. Uh, Fuck him. I'm, uh, in I'm, the I'm, trivia. Judd Apatow. Thank you, Judd yes. Apatow. In the trivia, it said that she played somebody's wife in another age, one of these mo- kind of movies. Yeah, she's, she's always someone's friend in movies. There's her and that other girl. I can't think of her name, but there's, they're always back and forth. The girl that's in, um, oh my God, what's that movie with uh, Tuck and FDR? Tuck and FDR. Um, this means war. Yes, the friend of Reese Witherspoon in This Means War. That's another one. Yeah, of them. she's uh, Sarah. Uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, one of those. Jesus, I don't she's I like anybody. <laughs> she's always been drinking some forget juice much. today. Apparently, <sighs> I cannot remember anything. Uh, and you weren't you the one who said I never forget anything? I can't remember a goddamn thing today. <laughs> Tell me yeah. name one thing you forgot. That was the funniest <laughs> shit. But anyway, uh, Thomas Lennon. He's from Le- Reno Nine One One. He's been very. A, he's fun. been in a few things. Got some reviews. Hey, I could not find a one star review for this movie. Really, no. there weren't any. None. Not on the IMDb? Not that I could find. Now, That's where he was looking. Maybe you'll find him. Oh, I couldn't find him. So here's Did one. you sort your reviews? That's how I do it ever since you showed me how to do that. <laughs> she had to show you how to do that? Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Really? I'm not on IMDb that much. Okay. 
I was thinking of Judy Greer, but yeah, that's who I was thinking. Uh, Chelsea Handler is Chelsea Handler. Yeah, Chelsea yes. Handler. Uh, Judy Greer is also permanently <laughs> a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah. Chelsea Handler's one of those. She's a comedian, and she's like, well, if you don't think I'm funny, you're sexist. She's terrible. Oh, I used to like her a lot, but she became ridiculous. So like, women comedians can be funny. Like Kathy one out of ten, hilarious. complete crap. And Matthew Perry's only in the movie for ten minutes. One out of ten. It's beyond me one? how people consider this to be a good movie. Zach Efron cannot, cannot wow. by any means act decently. Maybe I did it wrong, but I couldn't find it once. Anyway. <laughs> All right, either one of those. All right, well, then we can do no, that. No, no, do your view right. that you found. It's fine. This one's from... Uh-oh. You need your glasses? <laughs> did my... Never did it. Never did it. Never did it. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but a five... He could see. <laughs> but a five-foot-eight high school kid would not have a shot... Actually, this is what we said. Would not have a shot at a college basketball scholarship. What a joke. In other 1989. Than that, <laughs> other than that, it was all right, movie. <laughs> that was five out of ten. There's been really short basketball players before. Yeah. Um, they're the exception, said, not Bud Webb. Maybe at the Buzzy college Bones. level. Yeah. But yeah. it was Pippen, not going to be some super famous Michael Jordan yeah. type. <laughs> yes, but... Yeah, Michael Jordan was huge in 89. I'm going to say that he was he wanted to get a basketball scholarship to go to college. He never talked about dreams of the NBA, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Everybody dreams about going to the NBA. He was only 5'8". I never did. <laughs> I've never once dreamed about going he's to the NBA. He's actually six foot, because I had to look it up. I did once go see the Harlem Globetrotters, though. That oh, you did? Awesome. That was nice. They played that, uh, what is it, the, the Dragons, or what the hell they call them? I don't the know Knights. what you're talking about. Right? Sentinels? Washington, I don't know. Washington Sentinels? I don't know, something weird. That is a fake football team. Is that right? <laughs> what, what, who do they play? Oh, is that right? Who's the the basketball team that they play? I don't have any idea. Is it Washington General? I can't believe you motherfuckers. I have no idea. I have a phone in my hand, though. (laughs) But anyway, they're like, oh, in the century against the Gold Travers. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Who do the Harlem Globetrotters play? The Washington General. That's it. I got got one. I finally remember something. You finally remember something. The the sentence. (laughs) No, that's... This is football team. I was off. My foot's next Falco. All right, so. Very close, though. I know. Let's go. All right, let's go watch the replacements now. Okay. All right. So uh, this one's from Brooke Nicole 98054. Uh-huh. Jack Efron is sexy. And and these, these reviews always scare me almost no matter what movie we pick. My, this is my favorite movie of all time. Really? That's if anybody funny. picks 90% of the movies we pick as their favorite movie of all time, it's a little scary. <laughs> I absolutely love this movie. The jokes, the romance, and the acting. It's all on point and never fails. This this whole story is fantastic. It's all Zach, on point? Zach Efron <laughs> is amazing as always. He always looks and acts his best when given a role. Thomas Lane is hilarious. <laughs> Wow, can you turn that laugh down a little that, bit? I, I think mean, you broke somebody. A, oh is that insulting his real life? <laughs> he acts and looks his best when given a role. Well, generally, that's how all actors act. Thomas Lennon is hilarious and great at playing the loyal best friend. There's many scenes in the movie that are iconic and unforgettable. Okay? Ignore all the bad reviews. This yeah, movie I mean, is Remember that old iconic scene from 17 again? <laughs> This movie. Yeah, the point where he kisses his wife. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I struggled to pick a favorite scene. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. I was like, there's a couple of scenes. I, there's no like, you know, breakout scene. In the yeah, there is. You mean there's one. Scenes? Oh, yeah, it's the one I picked. So this movie is amazing and needs to be be seen by many. Zero people found this helpful. <laughs> well, I can see why. 
because it wasn't helpful. <laughs> What'd you think going in? Carly. Did you look that up to say Carly? No, I wrote, I wrote an order. I thought, I've, I've said it before, and I'll, I'll say, say it again. again. I've never seen a Zac Efron movie, and it's not well, because... now you have. I'm not, I was not intentionally avoiding him. I had no opinion whatsoever. Sure just, he... he never was in movies that I was like, ooh, I gotta see that. I yeah, just, well, unfortunately, I never cared about High School Musical. I'm too old for that, you yeah, know? Lane's <laughs> rubbing holy water on her fingers. Watch it's that. cuticle yeah. cream. My fingers are dry, and they're itchy. What do you think going in, Elaine? Um, I thought, oh, this should be what good. What is cuticle cream? Uh, it, I'm sorry. You put on your cuticles. It's, Thank it's, you. It helps keep you from peeling around your nails. It's, <laughs> it makes this I'm sorry. Finish your thing. <laughs> I, I was excited to watch this because I thought it would be funny. John? I thought, hey, I saw this. I was once trying to watch 18 again and saw this on accident. <laughs> <laughs> this is a remake of a Keanu Reeves movie. 18 again? Believe it or not. Yeah. No, 17 again. They actually said this has nothing to do with 18 again. Not really, Which no. I was like, yeah. I watched that a lot because it was on actually, HBO. other than it does have something to do with 18 again, it's basically the same fucking movie. I mean, well, yeah. no, isn't 18 again a body switch? This is not a body switch. That's he, true. This is him. He's de-aged. It's more is, like 13 going on 30 in reverse. Okay. Or big in reverse. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, big. Oh, I'll do big. I think that's yeah. It highly, made all the movies. Yeah, it's like everyone loves that movie. It's like it's uh, it's got a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There it is, unappreciated. That one guy, <laughs> that one person, that one dentist, the one dentist. All right, so the movie starts out New Line Cinema. Yay! My I always, favorite. I always get excited when I see that. Why? Because they make awesome movies like Blade. I mean, and that's Teenage Mutant Ninja and Turtles, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Nightmare on Elm Street too. <laughs> and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah, he said the movies. The movie starts at Hayden High School in 1989. Mike O'Donnell, Zac Efron, is practicing his three-point shots with Coach Gaffigan. Oh, Coach it? Gaffigan. Why wasn't he wearing a shirt? Every time I see him, I want to yell, Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Uh, Coach says that a talent scout will be at the game later tonight, so don't disappoint him. The whole team, The whole team gets together for a picture. Ned runs in, uh, young Ned, dressed like a wizard and gets joked on by everyone. Um, His party was fighting a hippogriff. I mean, he couldn't leave them. (laughs) He's deep into nerd culture. Uh, I didn't know a hippogriff was a thing before Harry Potter. But that's me. Did you, Matt, realize that that was a mythical creature? No, I didn't. From actual mythology? I didn't. You thought they made that up? Yeah. For Harry Potter? They made up a lot of stuff. (laughs) Probably took out of the D&D game. That's fine. I I, have always said that I'm a nerd. Mental no. We will now fight a bunch of hippogriffs. That's fine. DJ just went, oh, hell no. (laughs) Well, not just, like... In a year or so. (laughs) (laughs) Some things are made up, but some things like basilisks and hippogriffs, those are real things. And dragons. Have you heard of dragons? About a centaur. And unicorns. That's really old, actually. It's Greek. And wizards. That was a thing before Harry Potter. (laughs) Which is... I am aware of all of this. (laughs) I just finished the reading of Harry Potter. Yes, I'm very mean. I'm a terrible person. It's okay. We know this. Longtime listeners are surely in on that fact. So Mike is his is Ned's friend and tries mm-hmm. to help him out, and they pose for the picture. 
We cut to the game. The cheerleaders are doing a routine to bust a move. Did you see the one cheerleader mm-hmm. skirt get stuck up? Yes. And I thought that was funny that they <laughs> that left that in. I also enjoyed that they they did like historically accurate cheerleading uniforms. Yes. Yeah. Like my first cheerleading uniform looked like that. <laughs> yeah. With the loose regular turtleneck and the the pleated skirt. I now mean, when when you guys when you you weren't were you a cheerleader? I know. No. When I you were, I played sports. Okay. When oh. You were, uh, when you were cheerleader, <laughs> probably was an athletic sports. supporter. <laughs> Well, that's what cheerleaders are. Sports, <laughs> when you're cheerleading, how many times did the uh, head of the foot, the basketball game, join in with you? Was it every game or? Uh, I never. I didn't cheer for. I didn't cheer for sports. Oh. I was not an athletic supporter. <laughs> <laughs> I was she a competitive did. cheerleader, <laughs> which is different. We than cheered for cheerleader. ourselves. <laughs> I wait. What? <laughs> she was a competitive cheerleader. I know. I know somebody that was on the team. With I her. will say though. That um, when I was in high school in the 90s, the cheerleaders had like two options for top. They still wore the pleated skirts, but the tops were were either like a sleeveless number or like a sweater that kind of still looked like that. <laughs> that that sleeveless thing went right over top of. Yeah. So they still felt very, you know. I was wow, like, oh, look at those uniforms. They did a good job. <laughs> Because I don't really want to talk about this movie. Okay, well, my point was... It upset me a lot. It's, it's weird. It's yeah. weird that he jumped in. And yeah, so the whole weird. routine He's spending them. a lot of energy yes. prior to playing this game. Prior to playing basketball well, where you constantly run. Yeah. He also seems to be a very popular kid. But I appreciate that he's not... Uh, I mean, he is kind of self-absorbed because he's a popular dude because he thought that it would be okay if he jumped in on the cheerleaders cheers. But it seems like that's a thing that he does on the regular because there was a spot for it. (laughs) But he also seems like a nice guy. Like he's friends with the really nerdy kid and he... he, Yeah, he seems like he's not a douche. He's just friends with everybody and he's a cool guy. Which is nice. I like that they... That he was a genuinely nice guy because not all those sports stars have to be assholes. A lot of them are genuinely nice guys. Some of them are assholes. Off to the side we see Scarlett, Mike's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. She seems troubled. Mike... Talks to her for a little bit. We find out she's pregnant. Is now the best time to tell no. him that? No, now is the worst time to tell that. And what is wrong? I mean, I understand. <laughs> teenage baby. You know when you don't tell your boyfriend about teenage baby? Right before the big game when he might get, a, when he's being looked at by scouts for college. Even if he never goes to college, this is not the time to tell him. Yeah, she's kind of an asshole. Makes her my least favorite character right but off the she bat. She does say, we'll talk about it later. And no, he's no. like, tell me about it now. You, you All can't he walk up do... and be like, we need to talk about something that's super important later. What? All yeah. she has to do is say, I got some diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I'll see. I'm on my period. I don't feel good. (laughs) I mean, obviously that's a lie, but still, (laughs) that's actually the lie. I think my dog is sick. Like, make some shit up so that he like. How about you keep your ass in the back until the game's over? Well, he would notice if you're not there. It's a very important day for him. She doesn't want to ruin his game, but obviously this is a big deal. Oh yes, she does. (laughs) Mike leaves in the middle of the first play to be with her. Pissing off his coach and the agent. He takes the road less traveled. Does he really piss off the coach? The coach didn't even recognize him 20 years later. <laughs> well, he chases It goes to show you that the, co- the high school coach doesn't give a fuck about you. They're faking it. Well, let me tell you this. Oh, God. 
It's I mean, been five seconds since you went off a tangent. Hundreds of kids. <laughs> that was since his first. That was his first year coaching. He's got a winning team here, and his star player just walked off. That's not a good impression on your first year on the job. You definitely remember that asshole, wouldn't you? Mm. Well, yes, but you I don't think. Ex- <laughs> hmm. Like that Maybe he's one. face blind. Face blind is face blind. That's a real thing. <laughs> Some people have trouble recognizing faces. That's an actual thing. Stop laughing at me. I'm not laughing. Look it up. Do you have face blindness? No, but maybe Jim Gaffigan does. Face or maybe... glasses. I think after you've coached hey, well, is someone at your I tiny did. door? No. Will's on the phone. He ordered the wrong uh, door dash again. door dash again. No. All right. It sounded like mm. a tiny He called girl. earlier. Tony said, you called 40 minutes too early, man. <laughs> Did he say, okay, I'll try harder next time? Yeah. He said, all right, I'll call you back and hang up. I would. Well, Mike chases down Scarlett and explains that she's more important to him than this game. And he picks her up and spins her. And then we cut to 2009, Matthew Perry, adult Mike, who apparently did a lot of drugs or something because he <laughs> doesn't look like Zac Efron anymore. <laughs> and, no, uh, he, I mean... Matthew Perry's not an unattractive man. He doesn't look like Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah, but there's unattractive men, and then there's Zac Efron, from what I understand. I mean, what did you say? He was chiseled out of something? <laughs> She's being uh, strategically quiet. So. He's gorgeous. Well, apparently not. Never mind. That damn broke. I mean, hard. he's too young for me, but he's gorgeous. Some people are just gorgeous. He's... He's like yeah, she's two years age. younger than me. He's like, yeah. he's right around my age. He will. He looks fantastic. Like, I feel in my head, probably because of High School Musical and how he played high schoolers. Yeah, that he's really well young. into my adulthood. That he's too young for me, but he's not. <laughs> he's chiseled out of granite. He's well, too hot for me. <laughs> I'm sure Tony's very happy to hear that. Yes, and so Matthew Perry. He's not too hot for me, but I'm married to the love of my life. <laughs> what are you looking at? No uh, one's too hot for Match.com, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> evidently, I'm available now. Zach Gal... Fuck, I did it again! Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis <laughs> is not a bad-looking man, but he is not in the same category as Zach Efron. And Matthew Perry. All right. Uh, 1987, he's 34. Yeah. Get a little long in the tooth. But in my brain, he's like 27. Like. <laughs> well, this movie is also, what... A, 11 years old, 12 years he old? He was playing yeah. a 17-year-old in 2009. That's the year I got married. I was 25. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to try the sentence again. We're not going to let you finish. Yeah. Matthew Perry, adult Mike, and Thomas Lennon, adult Ned, are eating breakfast at Ned's house. It's a museum of pop culture and movie props. Mike and Scarlett are separated, so Mike is staying with his, new, uh, with his wealthy friend, Ned, while it all gets sorted out. Ned's wearing elf ears, by the way. Mike is still keeping it together, though, because he believes he's receiving a huge job promotion today at work. And uh, he's a pharmaceutical rep. How do you do that as pharmaceutical rep business? Same thing Penny did in uh, Big Bang Theory. I don't know. Apparently it doesn't take a college education, though. Now, do you consider yourself a drug dealer? I mean, you are. Yeah. You're the pusher man. I'm, yes. I am, technically. Technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, when you come in, I'm going to start playing this song, Pusher Man. <laughs> when I come in to what, wrestle? Like, what are you going to play this when I walk Look, in the door? In the door. <laughs> There's many things. Oh, it's going to be your ringtone, so you need to call me more. There's many jobs <laughs> like, I'm that... I'm sorry, sir, you need to call me. <laughs> that if... it That, depending on what you're selling, are legal or illegal, drugs are one of them. He's a drug dealer. 
Yep. Perfectly but valid profession. I think it's profession. just one of those, like, my ex-husband worked in that industry doing tech support for pharmaceutical reps for a long time. But I think it's just one of those jobs you find out about, and it's a sales job. I think it is. Sales I, jobs just kind of... I think it was funny that most of the girl, most of the people on his team were girls, though. That is That's a stereotype, and it may chicks. be based in yeah. truth. <laughs> um, I guess it goes with that thing that uh, men are more likely to loosen their wallets around an attractive young lady. Yeah. Even if it's not their money. Well, the promotion is uh, Email privilege, I think they're calling it. given to Wendy, the new regional sales manager. Wendy Welcome has- back to the podcast, Wendy, from Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, she yeah. was uh, John Cusack's sister, who I feel pregnant. <laughs> well, she's been on the job two whole months. Two months. And Mike's boss has I didn't recognize until then. Oh, oh! <laughs> Mike's boss has been there for two years. That Mike dude. has been there for 16 years. Evidently, he sucks at his job. Yeah. That dude that plays this boss is one slimy motherfucker who I don't... I tried to look through his IMDb to figure out where I recognize him from, and I couldn't figure it out, but... He, I have seen that slimy dude before, unfortunately. Okay. But he says, I've been here 16 years and I have the best numbers. Like, he's yeah. a consistently so he, good employee. So he keeps getting passed over? But yeah, he must be fucking He's not a hot guy. chick. Uh-huh, That's but true. then why did the other dude be there two years? And, yeah. He, I just maybe maybe, maybe he's college. a college graduate. Because there are some jobs you can only get to this level if you don't have that degree. That's right. You got a piece of paper that says you went and regurgitated information. Mm-hmm. I have one of those. It's fun. I like I to shoot on college degrees because I have one. <laughs> well, well. Afterwards, Mike had to write college papers. <laughs> Mike is devastated, and he drives to his old high school, walks around the gym, and then yeah, like you can just do that. <laughs> well, maybe then. I'll tell you know. what. I'll tell you what's really? sad. Living in your hometown. <laughs> Um, a Lots lot of people, of people do that. Do. A lot of people do that. Here. It's not Tony weird. We grew up here. We don't live in a small town, but still. <laughs> no, we don't live in a small town. No, we live in a, a decent-sized city, so. But you cannot Actually, walk several of into them all packed together. any high school in this area in no, but more than the last 20 years I without can't. some sort of key or being admitted by someone. I had a hard time getting my own kid out of their school. <laughs> after Columbine, you couldn't just go into a high school anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he walks around the, the school and goes to, to the gym, walks around the gym, and then he goes to look at his old uh, team photo when a janitor, Brian Murphy, Bill Murray's brother, stops to talk to him. I was like, he, I he may have been... Actually, He's he was in Scrooged, of... wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He's been in a lot of Bill Murray's movies. Yeah. The janitor explains how uh, Mike is still living in the past. He asks Mike if he would like to uh, go back and do it all over again. He says, of course. Um... His daughter, Michelle Trachtenberg, from Buffy, mm-hmm. sees him and is highly embarrassed. He says he Dad, wants to take here? he wants to take them to get some ice cream, but she is not interested. I'm sorry, at what age are you too cool for ice cream? Because I haven't yeah, gotten there yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too cool for ice cream, but I don't want to go there. I know, it looked like it, it was one of those like things where you'd, you'd color like... Cheese or something. Yeah, it looked like Ashtray you painted your bowl yeah. kind of a thing. <laughs> it was weird. Like, it was a cross between, like, the skinny dip, where you pick all your toppings and shit, and a paint your own shit. <laughs> Ooh, skinny dip. Let's go to skinny dip. Well, he doesn't like throw you No, but I think that new gelato place is finally open. Ooh, gelato. Ooh. Good, uh, I enjoy a good gelateria. Hell's yeah. But, uh, she's not interested, but he says, he doesn't care. Go get your brother. Let's go. Then Mike, Alex, and Maggie grab ice cream, but the kids want nothing to do with them. 
So he drops them off, run, and they run inside without Wait, even. You forgot to mention that during that whole thing, she put her earbuds oh, in, earbuds. and then acted like she was jamming out. And he pulls the cord, <laughs> and it's not connected to anything. It hasn't been connected to anything. And she didn't. She stop. was just ignoring she still him. Ignored him. Um, I thought that was very very funny. In uh, the backyard, his wife Scarlett is throwing his stuff into a wood chipper along with ra- random wood debris from the yeah. backyard. Friends, don't ever do this. I don't care if you're getting divorced to your spouse. That's destruction of property. You can't destroy your spouse's private things. And I was like, what? I mean, yes, that's true. And I never have even considered doing anything like that. But they don't, they make it seem like they just, he was just unhappy. And eventually she was like, I'm tired of this and move out. But they don't make it seem like there was any big blow up. It was yeah. just like, we don't like each other anymore. Yeah. Move out. He's been complaining for the last. So what's with all the anger? I just don't get it. He's been complaining for eighteen years that she that if he had gone to college he would have had a better life, and she's like, "This is so get out." And then she's like, "Well, I'm going to turn it into." She, I mean, who cares if she was landscaping the backyard? But she's like, "I'm going to turn it into this haven as a showroom." Well. Okay. Could you like? But he acts like she's never once talked about being a landscaper. What did this bitch have no job? That's what we were wondering yeah. too. Who? How are they paying all these bills? Daughter got into Georgetown. Who's fucking paying for it? I mean, we figured out that he's I mean, an he unemployed a, pharmaceutical rep. He could make a lot of money at a pharmaceutical company. If he company, does have the biggest numbers, yeah. if he's got the biggest yeah. numbers and he works on commission, so he could. But he acts like this is the first time he's ever heard about her wanting to go into landscape design. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Also, or like, this is her secret were... dream. And she, like, I needed a line. I've been telling you for 15 years I wanted to do this. And Something. I'm finally doing it. Like, Something. Also. It's like a Hollywood job, you, too. Yeah. It is such a Hollywood job. A Landscape good living at this job and you want to move up in the company, then why haven't you just gone to college at night? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> My question is, I had her questions. new boyfriend who makes uh, boats for a living? <laughs> People actually do. It's a movie job. It's a movie job. But people actually do landscape design. Most of them work at nurseries. Um, Landscape design is actually very big in certain, like, real rich neighborhoods. In the city. We live in. A lot of people get landscape design. Yeah, they do very well. Because it costs a whole lot. I know. I'm just saying that it's weird. Like, this whole sequence is weird. Like, why are they... Like, I get why they're getting divorced. Because he seems like he's been a depressed asshole for a very long time. And resents his wife and We're his kids and the life that he got. Mm-hmm. But all right, we need to pick this up. Like it's just Come weird. On. This dynamic. Is I don't weird. want this to be three hours long. So right, her fine, friend, her friend Naomi shows up and tries to help her move on and get dating again very quickly. Apparently. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of Naomi. No. She is. It's Naomi. I don't. Care. I don't care. Tony <laughs> 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 almost made that his favorite line. <laughs> what kind of friend is this, I by don't the way? Care. <laughs> yeah. Um. It starts to uh, weigh on Mike as he drives back to Ned's. He sees the janitor. I mean, it starts to rain on Mike as he drives back to Ned's. He starts. To, he sees the janitor on the edge of a large bridge. Uh, Mike pulls over to, you know, see what's going on with him, and he runs over to save him. A truck gets in the way, and then there's nobody there, so he thinks the janitor's jumped. He looks over the edge, and there's a magical whirlpool under the bridge. It's exactly. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the exact same whirlpool from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. And he Kate falls Leopold in. And <laughs> so the next morning, Mike is covered in mud. Is that why so many people jump off bridges? They're actually trying to get that magical time. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> they did jump a little we bit think, too late. <laughs> we think they committed suicide, but they really just missed the magical portal. 
Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Mm-hmm, the next morning, we Mike don't know. is covered in mud, jumps into his uh, jumps into dog the wash. shower, fully clothed, washes it all off, and reveals he is 1989 Mike again, which is Zac Efron. He screams, waking up Ned in his Star Wars landspeeder bed. Which, even if you're a millionaire, is kind of lame. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you think that was cool? Was that your favorite tertiary object? No. It's not my favorite tertiary object. It doesn't look... Very, not even close. It doesn't look very comfortable. No, it doesn't look comfortable. Because it's not very big either. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was... I mean, it's cool if you're like a little kid, but as a grown-up, not even... You know. Either way, uh, Ned thinks it's an intruder and attacks him with all manner of movie props from Excalibur to flails to lightsabers. All the while, Mike is trying to make Ned realize that it's him from the past, just younger. And it's actually a pretty good lightsaber fight. Um, yeah, but if you ever tried to bang those together, you'll break them. Yeah. You're not supposed to do well, that. I thought it was weird that, that, that Ned's that was the uh, Sith lightsaber and that Mike had the Jedi lightsaber, though, because you would think it would be the other way around. And he uses the elegant weapon from a more civilized time. Yeah. Which is total bullshit. It's not an elegant weapon from a more civilized time. It is an, ele- to, it is an elegant weapon. We got to see the civilized time, and they weren't very civilized. <laughs> really? We saw the creation of the Jedi? No. We saw the downfall of the Jedi. Yes, but we didn't see the creation of the Jedi when they created that weapon, so we don't really know how civilized that time was. All right. I do think it is an elegant that. weapon, though. It is fancy. <clears throat> Well, Ned grab, they're reaching, Ned's grab, grabbing all over the house trying to find something to smash him with. He grabs something and gets ready to smash it on Mike's head, and it ends up being an old high school photo of, photo of them together, and now he can clearly see that it is actually old, or young Mike. And he's like, shit, old shit. Mike. He actually <laughs> says shit. And then you know they got a couple whole ales. Bet you like go by. I just think it was weird that, that the mom is the only person that thinks he looks remotely familiar. <laughs> Well, I could yeah. see. I mean, like you think somebody would have seen a picture of him from high school. I mean, you would think that the kids would recognize what high school dad looked like. Although something traumatic surely is having him because he turned into Matthew Perry. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they wouldn't. Ned. But these were his glory days. He probably has like a big blown up picture of him somewhere in there. Yes. Think. <laughs> well, Ned pulls out all his comics. Novels. Remember when I used to be good looking. <laughs> In movies, he goes... He's still good-looking. <laughs> He's fine. Matthew Perry's an attractive man. <laughs> Do I need to get on that track now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keep it up, God. but yes. Oh. Evidently, Match.com's not a thing anymore. I watched some comedian do a thing about, oh, you met the old school way. Uh, I don't know, it was on Facebook. enough of them, I'm sure. I don't know. Evidently... Tinder now. I thought that was no. That's the hookup website. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not good at this. I don't know. But uh, I prefer you not know. (laughs) So Ned's like, you are not allowed to find out. Ned pulls out comics, novels, movies, and all that. Goes through them and tries to figure out what has happened. Were you shot by gamma radiation? Are you secretly a Norse god, a vampire, or a cyborg? Are you secretly a Norse god? Is my favorite question. (laughs) Yeah. I like. Yes. He's like. I think. I. I think I would have told you if I. And he's like. Nah, vampire wouldn't have told. Cyborg wouldn't have known. <laughs> Tony would have told if he was a vampire. Like, check this shit out. Like, okay. So Ned, Ned says, normally a hero is sent on a new path by a spirit guide. Did you have a spirit guide? And Mike remembers the janitor. He hauls ass back to school looking for this janitor, but there is no janitor like the one he describes at the school anywhere. No, some lady. It looks like Santa Claus. 
<laughs> yeah, no. It's like, no, it's the other guy. She's like, I'm the only janitor. And I was like, no, you are yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the only janitor for this One janitor for one for all high Poor lady. No way. Like, I'm very sorry. There are no less than 15 janitors <laughs> in my building. Yeah, I, I didn't buy that either. I'm the only janitor. Ugh. You must be cleaning bathrooms constantly. <laughs> That's all you, what do you do. I How clean much bathrooms. Puke do you touch a day? Why do you but, think there's so much high school puking seems at high school? Very comparable in size to our, the ones we have around here. So he sees his son, um, tries to talk to him, but that runs off. Well, it's a strange dude in a dirty suit is yelling my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he didn't even change. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> so thunder rolls overhead, and water appears under him. And forms a trail, and he follows it. It leads okay. down to the gym, and he looks in the gym window. He sees his old coach running a new team and smiles. Mike run, runs back to Ned and explains that now he gets it. He has a second chance to be get his pro ball on and all that stuff that he was doing. To get that basketball scholarship. Yeah. He said he hasn't done anything for himself since 1989, but that's, that's over now, and it's time for a change. Ned relents and says, okay, fine, but uh, why... What did he say? Oh, he goes, but uh, one thing I will never, you'll never get me to do is go back to the high school. I will never, never, ever, never, ever step foot back in that high school. And then, and then we cut to the scene, <laughs> and he's in the high school. He pretends to be Mike's father, and uh, now in, and enrolls him, and now his name is Mark. So for the rest of this, his name's Mark. It's another one of those face-off problems. He's all decked out in douche gear. He has uh, Ed, 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 Ed Hardy shirts. I mean, he did dress like Kevin Federline. This is like, Mark, not that, Ned. That name Mark. did not age well Although, because no one knows who that Ned is. Ned yeah. has on weird clothes, too. <laughs> Ned is, Ned's a special fellow. He is. Ned has, uh, well, Ned's rich. He doesn't have to do anything. So he gets dressed whichever way yeah. he wants. Mm-hmm. He has uh, Ed Hardy shirts on, sideways caps, large chain. Uh, Ned asks, what the fuck are you wearing? And Mike says... Uh, this is how cool kids dress, you know, like Federline. Mark has a folder filled with fake documents and Photoshop pics for Mark and his, for his transcripts. Uh, when they enter, Ned is immediately smitten with this principal, Mrs. Masterson, Jane Masterson, I think. And uh, is she welcome back to the podcast? I think so. I think so. She's from the office and she's I been know. a few things, but uh, he tries relentlessly to comment and hit on compliment and hit on her. Um, she looks them over and welcomes Mark into the school. She met, but she makes it pretty clear that she's not interested in Ned. Mark's happy with the way that it all went down. Tries to befriend a group of ladies. They all laugh at him. Pointed his outfit. She was in twenty-seven dresses. Okay, she was the boss. Uh, welcome back. Ned says that's enough uh, and pulls out his credit card. He says we are going shopping <clears throat> now. Mark returns in a brand new Audi. He, he goes shopping. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Your buddy, you car. know your good friends when your buddy lets Buys you drive you. a brand new Audi. Buys, drives, who knows? Um, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. He looks more like a CW heartthrob now. And the girls all wave and drool at him. But he's still nobody. <laughs> like, so the football team pushes him around. Uh, the security guard gives him shit. People bump into him in the hallway. Mark sits in the class, and Scarlett calls him. Uh, He's supposed to be at a divorce hearing. He makes up an excuse for saying that he's been he has to be out of the country for some kind of uh, work thing, and he has to reschedule. He's like, she's like, are you with a girl? 
He's like, I'm with a lot of people. <laughs> uh, his daughter walks into the classroom and he starts waving at her and smiling. And she's like, ooh, is that weirdo? <laughs> so we cut a P. Mark is showing off his basketball, basketball skills and enjoying his newfound youth when the He's coach... Like, I feel great! <laughs> when coach notices this and tells him to try out for the basketball team. I did wonder what it would feel like to be 17 again right now. Be nice. I bet everything would need to wake up and be like, wow, nothing hurts. This yeah. Is interesting. I want to jump off roofs. I don't Mark. recommend that. <laughs> Tony did it when he was 17. Yeah. I've heard. <laughs> Mark uh, calls Ned, <clears throat> tells him the good news. Ned says, great, but I need you to get in trouble today at school. Nothing too bad, but I need you to go to the principal's office so I can see. <laughs> this is in a... Whoa. That smells terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Shield. The dog cracked one off, friend. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so this is all in a bathroom. <laughs> this all happens in the bathroom, and then afterwards, Mark hears someone ask him for help. It's his son, Alex. He's been duct taped to the toilet. Apparently, he's not as popular as he had thought he was in the past, and he's getting bullied. bullied. Yeah, because when he talks to his son, he's like, you've been practicing your skills, right? Aren't you, like, the most popular? Like, he thinks his son is him, but yeah. he's not, like... It's not like that anymore. Really, he doesn't know him at yeah. all. <laughs> Mark explains that he is uh, Uncle Ned's kid, so that there's no weird confusion. And Uncle Ned had a kid? Yeah. And nobody's known about it because his mom didn't want anybody to know that she slept with his Uncle Ned. But no explanation is ever given to where is the mom now? (laughs) We don't worry about that. So at lunch, Mark and Alex hang out. Alex shows interest in a cute cheerleader. Mark tries to push him to talk to her. Stan enters. Uh... Kind of, kind of reminds me of like Machine Gun Kelly looking dude, but he's buffer because Machine Gun Kelly is the size of a twig. Well, yeah. uh, this guy's an asshole. He steals food from people, uh, from people on the way in off the tray. Uh, he's also dating Maggie. Of course he is. And he's the bully. Yeah, and that's amazing. Stan comes over and starts harassing Alex and hits him in the face with a basketball. Mark stands up and tells Stan to back off. Stan tries to hit Mark in the face with a basketball, but he catches it and palms it. With one hand. One hand. And he's surprised he's just surprised everybody else, like, oh, this still works. <laughs> then he breaks down all the possible insecurities that Stan must possess to be such an asshole bully. Low IQ, rage issues, or maybe just a small tallywhacker. Ooh, tallywhacker. In front nice. of the entire cafeteria. But he does some while spinning basketball, his basketball and doing spinny moves. tricks. Like the Harlem Globetrotters. Zach Efron just did. Yep. Yes, none of that was fake. <laughs> Zach Efron did mm. all of that. Maybe Zach Efron could have been a Harlem Globetrotter. He played the Washington Sentinels. When he's like counting and he spins the ball at different fingers, I was like, what? <laughs> so the, there was just a monologue and Zach Efron's like, I'm just going to do some fun shit with basketball. Apparently he's good with the basketball. Or it could have been... Uh, yeah, I heard he's good at dribbling balls. Or it could have been a baseball movie or a soccer movie and he's like, actually, I can play basketball. Fuck that, we're doing basketball now. <laughs> They changed the whole movie after this. Like, oh, oh Some people can just hoop. Some of these dogs can just poop. We're to have to kick them out. <laughs> so, They're trying uh, to kick us out. Go, go. He's like, what? <laughs> what? Something died up your butt. See, I'm sorry, friends, for the disruption. So Mark heads to uh, Ned's house and makes a Scooby-Doo sandwich. He explains that uh, he was he was right about high school, but he was wrong about it being about basketball. He's there to save his kids from being beat up and dating assholes. Which is an interesting interpretation of a hero's journey, and I like that he decides that he's not there for himself, but there for his kids. It's a good 
He's a good dad. He's a good dad. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Also, I have not seen anybody who's not high eat a sandwich like this. Yes. Yeah, He's like, what are you eating? I don't know. I'm just hungry. It's, if I remember. What? It's, it was like peanut butter it's and mayonnaise. Nut, it's nutel- chocolate Nutella, Nutella, mayonnaise, pickles, <laughs> uh, potato chips, and then other things. He's not a pregnant woman. I <laughs> know. He's not Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it was ridiculous. He didn't accidentally take some kind I of really John strong. Mark, come back. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, Mark heads to his ex-wife's house and helps Alex work on his basketball skills. Scarlett and Naomi pull up. Scarlett's a bit tipsy and sees, a that, bit. sees that sees Mark and gets a wedding. She's got to be trashed. Because there's no <laughs> way that you are touching the face of a teenage boy you've never met before today. This is your son's new friend. You've never met this kid, right? And you are just all up. I mean, you it's all not even grill. just a Sean Archer. It's like a... That was a total Catherine Troy that she's doing to this kid's face. Like molding it. Yeah. <laughs> John's out of the room and he's going to laugh really hard when he hears that. <laughs> so she goes, like she said, she goes all over Mark and goes all over his face and rubs all over him. And finally, Nami pulls him away. She wants to smell him. Yeah. Which yeah, and she could have done while she was manhandling his face. We don't smell teenagers. The only <laughs> good advice that Naomi gives this woman is you don't smell teenagers, yeah. which is good. They don't generally smell very good. <laughs> well, no, because it's creepy. The next day we catch up with I Mark. would never go pull across his friends and be like, can I just smell you? No, you it's probably, gross. If they care about how they smell, you can smell across the room because they have a... <laughs> Shh. Especially back That's then. This is the body spray era, I think. As a person who works in a high school and goes in the bathroom... Weed? Well, vaping, axe, body spray sometimes. But that body splash and that body spray, sometimes you can smell that shit vaping in the hallway. Vaping generally smells good. I know you can also smell that shit in the hallway. They really think we can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> you just naturally smell like fruity pebbles. <laughs> well, the next yeah, day, Cross was always con- like, what do you mean I'm vaping? Dude, my bathroom smells like fruity pebbles. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? You're not smoking anything and people don't know about vaping. We talked about that when he was here. <laughs> God is vaping? Yeah. Has he quit? Are they allowed to vape? Yeah. Definitely one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The next day we catch up with Mark in health class. Mm-hmm. Margaret Cho, puke, is the teacher. <laughs> She's trying to explain sex, specifically she why... She was fine, though. She wasn't Margaret Cho in this. Her. Usually she plays herself, though, and she was just playing this random teacher. And welcome back to the podcast. Because wasn't she in face-off for five seconds? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> There's a lot of face-off talk in this, this episode, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Tony really liked that movie. I do. We all really like that movie. We I love that movie. Okay. The Nicholas Cage trifecta of fun. Exactly. She's okay. trying to explain sex, specifically that abstinence is basically what the high school pushes. Um, she passes out condoms, though, because she says to be realistic about it. Mark sees his daughter with Stan and gives a long, moving monologue about... Waiting for love, which makes all the girls in the class want to bang him more. Stan grabbed a bunch. He was like, "Got a cup for the weekend." Yeah, and, and I he was like, "Maggie, what?" <laughs> so Mark- yes, dude. So you need like three, seventeen. <laughs> like, I don't think so, Scooter. <laughs> I mean, I know you're young, dumb, and full of cum, but you don't need that many. Ah, nice call back to Point Break. Thanks. Nice. We should watch Point Break. <laughs> Always. We should watch one. Utah, give, give me two. two. 
Mark jumps Stan, but Stan uh, mounts him and pounds him in the face while the kids record it on their phones. And they all have those little 2009 phones. Which is funny. <laughs> Flip phones. Flip phones, too, yeah. Zach Efron in this had an iPhone mm. 1, I think. Did he really? Did look at it. He was talking. It was an iPhone 1. Tony, nice. uh, Tony at one point was like, are these phones right? And it, made, it was like, yeah, in 2009, that's the phone I had. <laughs> one Nokia bricks. So I saw somebody with a razor. I remember you had a razor. <laughs> I didn't have a razor. I did. Oh, I, I thought it was you. Yeah. <laughs> I had a red one. Well, now... Mark... And we became friends in 2009. I had a red razor. I almost always get a red phone if it's an option. Funnily enough, my newest Funnily. phone... Funnily? Interesting factoid. My newest phone is Good pink. Sense. And Cross got a new phone. And his is, guess what color? Red. Oh. My last phone was red, though. This one is pink. Hmm. It's blush. Blue. Not bashful. <laughs> what color is my phone? I don't know. I got this case on it. Black. Well, I was talking to the lady when I got this. Says, Why do I care what color? Oh, mine is blue. The person who's put a case on. I put a clear case on mine so you can see that it's pink, specifically blush, as opposed to bashful, <laughs> because everybody knows my colors are blush and bashful. You and Julia Roberts, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, after now the underappreciated phone broadcast is over, Mark now has to go to the principal's office. Yay. Ned shows up dressed well, as... Well, Ned did ask him to see if he could exactly. go to the principal's office. Ned shows up dressed up as a pickup artist. That was big at this time. Peacocking. I thought he... He made me think of um, Brett Michaels. I thought he looked exactly yeah. like Brett Michaels. <laughs> The principal's like, are you peacocking? He's <laughs> not falling for We watched that on VH1, and I was like, this can't be right. After Mark goes to check on Scarlett, uh, she unloads some landscaping supplies for her new backyard that she's building. She asks Mark if he wants to see her bush. I mean, her backyard. He yeah. says, sure. Scarlett explains the layout to him. Uh, he Very says, well manicured bush. He says that he will be, uh, that will be, that'll be great, Scar. And she's taken aback because that was what he called her. When Nobody he calls her that except her husband. When my husband calls me Scar. He tries to deflect it by saying that he'll help her redo the backyard. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's like, I, she thinks he's looking for an older woman to want to get with. After the whole drunken face fondling. <laughs> she explains that that will never happen. And he says, no, he just wants experience for college, for his college application. I mean, this is some quick thinking and makes her really feel bad about herself. Well, she should. She tried to sleep with a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. No. Or she tried to fondle a seventeen-year-old. Well, she did do well, that. She, did she definitely did that. She but smell she was like, "No, this is never going to happen." I was just confused because your face looked familiar. That was no, there was no sexual anything there. And he's like, he comes back with, "Lady, I wasn't thinking anything sexual. Why are you thinking about that? I was thinking it'd be good job experience." She didn't want to smell. And you're the one that was rubbing on my face. Yes. Instead of rubbing up on a ding-dong. Oh, snap. Uh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so we cut to a montage. Mark is helping Alex with basketball and helping Scarlett with her bush and <laughs> trying to keep Stan away from Maggie. We also get Ned uh, sending crazy gifts to Jane, a uh, new school bus with roses in it. Uh, he has a... S- <laughs> Is a superhero mural painted of her flying and carrying him, which is ridiculous. In her office. Yeah. I appreciate that she's carrying him, though. He obviously sees her 
as a strong woman, which he's attracted to, and wants to show her that by showing her as the muscly superwoman and him as the dandy in distress. Dandy? Well, he's not a damsel. <laughs> and After, he's kind of foppish. He is kind of a dandy, though. <laughs> Afterwards, we, I mean, cut, right. we cut to Scarlet's house. Alex and Mark are both celebrating. Uh, they both made the basketball team. Scarlet leads them out back where uh, the backyard's all done. They have lights set up. It's pretty crazy. She and Mark hang out for a second, but she says she has to go. She has a date coming over, and they're going dancing. Scarlet uh, goes in the house, and uh, Mark comes in, flirts with her a little bit, um, so long. tries to teach him how to dance. He puts their wedding song on, and they dance around the room. Yeah, he's, he's fucking with her. During Mar- he during- loves her. It's his wife. And and while they're dancing, she asks if she'll get back with Mike. She says no. <laughs> they dance a little bit more. He spins her around. And She's like, I love him, but sometimes that's just not enough. Look like they're about to kiss. Alex walks in. They obviously go, oh shit, and break all up and stuff. And Alex <laughs> asks him, do you dance with all your friends, Mom? It's pretty much. <laughs> Now, I will say my high school boyfriend did dance around the house with my mom, but my mom is weird. <laughs> was it a sexy slow dance? No, but or like, was it more of like, like a... that, but just like hopping around? The... <laughs> was it a sexy slow dance or more like the tapioca? <laughs> it was probably more like the tapioca. But my mom does like to dance around the house, and he would dance. Hey, Audra, around. me and Carly just watched Thoroughly Modern Millie. She got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> Anywho. Hey, Will, me and John did not watch that. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> you may have to sit in on a podcast. Yep. <laughs> Will would love it. Wow. He might. I'm going to give it a chance. <laughs> right. Oh, Vic. Uh, I'm going to tag in Vic then. Okay. Vic might love it too. You never know. He's kind of a weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> the date shows up. Don't you like us? The date shows up and he Oh no, when it's like, Joe, Joe, come be on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he gets here right here. <laughs> Her date shows up. He has carnations. Mark says in the background, "What a douche." He says, "It's uh, he says it's not weird, protecting his mom, guarding the castle." And she goes, "He's not my son." He goes, "Oh yeah, that's weird." Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm a single dad. I know how these boys are. It's fine." But no, no, that is weird. Scarlet tells Mark to shut up. Um, gives him at the top of this page it says Matthew Perry six foot yeah because <laughs> that's when he looked it up yeah because we were talking about it when I was right now but Scarlet this is a complex sentence so bear with me okay Scarlet tells Mark to shut up and gives him Mike's divorce papers to give to Ned to give to Mike that happened that's really presumably weird. she knows. Ned that lives. Ned has moved, or not Ned, Mark Mike is, has moved in with Ned where Mike is living. Yeah. So yes. they live together. Yeah. <laughs> and Apparently we have a lot of time because you just and think about backyard. it. She's unable to get a hold of Mike. That's He's true. dodging her. She can't seem to get, connect with him because guess what? He's 17 again. <laughs> so it makes sense that she would give the papers to him to... I mean, yeah. to Ned. I it makes mean, sense. It was Ned. just, it's just a lot of names. Yeah, but you're right. She does not seem to have a job. So just drive them over there. Yeah. Neither does Ned. <laughs> well, Mark's crushed by this. and it. But Although Ned does say it, it takes minutes off of my commute later. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> Some kind of software development. 
<laughs> as soon as he works as, from home, he has one of those jobs. As soon as Scarlet leaves, Stan pulls up, and Maggie hauls ass out to his car. And Mark asks, "Where the hell are you going?" And she goes to a party. So Mark yells for Alex. They have to go to this party. Alex is like, "I cannot go to that party." <laughs> Alex a teenage girl, a teenage girl's birthday party at a bowling alley. Yeah. We'll what year was this? Two thousand and nine. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that seemed an odd choice. I mean, I guess they I mean, had the to... The roller skating room was booked. And, I mean, there's a lot of people at this bowling alley. Did her parents rent the whole place? I know. There's kids everywhere. I guess if you were going to... If you knew that the hot, popular girl's birthday party was at this bowling alley... Oh, I'd go. It's, you could go and you could pay and get a lane next to her and she couldn't stop you. It was a public place. Yeah. That's true. But it just seems an odd choice because she doesn't seem like she loves bowling. Well, seems like she likes balls, but not bowling. <laughs> wow. While we're there. She said you wouldn't even have to know my name. That was the birthday yet. girl. I mean, that's fair. She's a hoe. For sure. Somebody else's daddy issue. She was hurting for a squirting. So we get there oh. and Mark <laughs> Alex is... <laughs> It's from 40-year-old virgin. That is the that? grossest sentence. I did see that. <laughs> Alex, is it, is it better or worse than wedding? Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alex sees his uh, cheerleader crush, and Mark pushes him again to go talk to her. Um, and then while he does that, he goes to look for Maggie. The rest of the cheerleaders want to do a whole lot of hibbity and dibbity with him. Whoa. And he sits them down and tries to talk to them about self-respect. <laughs> it's my birthday. I'll have to unwrap you, one of them says. <laughs> the other says, I got kicked off the cheerleader squad because I'm too flexible. She goes, look. And then the other one, he goes, look, you, if you do this, I'm not, you, you can't do this. You have to have more self-respect. And the one girl goes, oh, don't respect me. And then the other one goes, no, 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 don't respect me. And then the last one goes, you don't have to even know my name. He goes, this, like Elaine said, he goes, this is some other dad's problems. And he leaves. <laughs> is this, I mean, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, is he that good looking? Me, I mean. I'm like, I feel like some of the stuff in this movie is more a college movie thing than a high school movie thing. There's also a thing that I've seen girls do where if one girl likes you and she has two friends and they like you, they'll kind of get this weird thing going on where they'll all kind of talk each other into liking you and then it becomes a conflict. I've seen that happen a little bit. But do they say you don't even know my name? No, I mean, it doesn't get to that level, but... That know, I would say... Excessive. I've never looked like Zac Efron either, so I don't know what that's <laughs> like. Maybe if you, if you <laughs> look like Zac Efron, it might Maybe happen. that's like a Wednesday for you. I, don't know. <laughs> I think this is a movie trope about these over-sexual teenage girls, which there's plenty of teenage girls that are having sex. There's plenty of people that don't think that think that sex is just sex, especially at a young age, and that it's not that important. And there's also plenty of girls in high school that you're only friends with, like you're not really friends with the people that you're friends with. She's about to get deep. <laughs> no, because in high, when you're that <laughs> age, you have a limited friend pool. And then you go off and you go to college or you get a job and you meet new people and, and you find people that you fit with. But you might be friends in high school with people that you don't necessarily like, especially if you're really popular and that's and like the people are really catty or you care about being popular and you're friends and, with the popular yeah. girls but you don't really like them so that <laughs> i think that is pool, like i think said. that is a thing but it's not this <laughs> well it's also I mean, oh he's, yeah. he's also de-aged so i'm just saying <laughs> he also looked like matthew perry a minute ago yeah <laughs> i feel like these kind of tropes are based he's on real things man, but it's not <laughs> this he's a handsome man it's it's, it's Exaggerated. Matthew Perry gets more chicks than Colonel Sanders. Although I it's feel more like 
girls are more likely to do that kind of behavior now with like the social media influence and the bullying and the only friend fans and you think you have to be the super sexual thing like even in the early 2000s that was the so speaking there was of pressure from your boyfriend but not today, it was an influencer i don't know who she's supposed to be but she ran a red light and got pulled over by a cop and, and she was trying to tell the cop don't you know who i am he's like i have no idea who you are you're just jealous and he's like i really have no yeah, idea who you not are he's like i don't know so he, she ended up being so much of a disturbance. It went from a she ran a stop sign to you're going to jail. Wow. Because she was trying to Oh, convince. I saw that. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw that. She was like, I am an important person. He's like, all right, well, yeah. fuck it. Here you go, Miss Important Person. <laughs> Push hard three copies. She ended up going to jail. I was like, that's awesome. Well, Alex does go to chat up Nicole is her name. His crush. Ah, and he's doing pretty good despite comparing her to his dead dog. Um, I don't think he was doing well. <laughs> she was, no, he she was receptive. walked away. Well, yeah, no, he was doing all right. Let's, so let's... if that's your barometer, then he was doing I all mean, right. I mean, no, 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 she was receptive, but, but his lines were coming out wrong. And she was, she was interested to... to see where this was going. She's like, I got nothing better to do. But let's my... this place out. Like, she's actually a nice person who yeah, well, okay, maybe. is willing to talk to him. But my... She did seem like a nice person that was at least going to humor him. But my mm-hmm. question is, his pants catch on fire, and he that's the whole thing. Because of the candles at the bowling alley. That would not be there. <laughs> Good question. Where the fuck? Why? Why? Oh, real quick. They're not birthday candles. They're, uh, I need like this to light my like Frankenstein Bowden. lab candles. Like, where did these fucking these come are, from? Uh, like, um, ambiance. Yeah, these are like Was candles. the bowling shoes stinked so bad they well, had lights on the candles? No. Yeah, it's weird, and they would It should have been, been a there. birthday candle. We are inside a business. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. It would have already been Yeah, it's just on. The table, like, like putting wax on it. Why isn't this set at somebody's house? This <laughs> yeah. would all make sense because they got if a this was a party at somebody's event. house. But yeah, but there was there was and they no had a house party later. Yeah, like you expect really... got a big bowling scene. Yeah, nothing. No, there's no bowling in this they, movie. No <laughs> choreographed. <laughs> no choreographed dance to let's bowl. Yeah. This is very could have been a roller skating rink, but they don't have I mean, candles either. So I, um, at first, my sauce, I expected to be like a thing, like Zach and he's maybe he's good at bowling or Alex was gonna is good be, at bowling. Oh, he was gonna bowl off the boyfriend Stan, there. Yeah. Stan was gonna be like, oh, I get his dragon. He's like, oh, yeah, check me out. None of that. You know Stan doesn't bowl. I can, there I just can tell. You can smell people. a bowl? You've been smelling teenage boys again, have you? Good <laughs> smell it. We've already discovered it. People should not be sniffing teenage this, boys. The smell of chalk and, sh- and the anti-shoe deodorizer or whatever. Well, Stan and his goons are forcing freshmen to dress as prom queens and putting him in a trophy case and like, making them stay not, there. This has never like, been a thing. Nobody this does is not this. okay. Just beat me up. I mean, you might like, you might mess with a freshman if you see them. You're not going to import them to a party yeah. to put yeah, them in a, this, in a case. This almost felt this more like, like kidnapping frat house hazing. Yes. Than, this yeah. movie is a bit confusing. Like <laughs> what's happening. But frat house hazing makes sense because they're going to be in the club. They're, and they're yeah. So it's a rite of passage. But if they're just messing with kids, you go to jail for that. Frat house hazing does not make sense. Well, no. But that's what this felt like to me. I mean, I get proving that you want to join... But hazing itself, it, like it doesn't make sense that they would torture. Anyway, this these isn't hazing. This is this is outright abuse. Yeah. Yes. These kids are going to jail for that. Yeah. Although I kind of want to prompt. Clearly, Stan is over of course eighteen. He has do. a very visible neck tattoo. <laughs> I mean, it's never a good sign. Well, Mark, Mark, you need to get the neck tattoo. Mm-hmm. Now you yeah. got fucked up. Yeah, that's not a. They at least got to be in their twenties before they get their first neck tattoo. <laughs> 
Well, Mark sees this and goes to find Maggie to tell her what a piece of shit Stan is. But Maggie says, no, no, no. She's uh, going to move in with Stan, and she's not going to Georgetown. He's her future. She's going to community college. Look, Stan's on the management track at Home Depot. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's not. He's got a net tattoo. <laughs> And in 2009, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to think, be, actually being on the management track, the Home Depot, you could probably do very well. I imagine. Probably. I imagine the manager of a Home Depot. But I did think it was odd that presumably Stan is the captain of the basketball team. His character doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't very well written. But he's not going for any kind of scholarship whatsoever. He's like, nah, I got Home Depot. No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's discuss Stan for a minute. There's not many Home Depots so, in the U.S. So, what do we know about him? He works at the Home Depot. He drives he's, a Ford, a nice Ford Mustang. He's Maybe on the basketball team, and he's got a neck tattoo. Um, where does he find the time to go out to have a girlfriend? You got basketball practice, and then if you're on the manager's track at Home Depot, you are working every fucking yes. day. Right, I just want to point out that I, all the kids in these this, high school movies drive really expensive cars. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the Julia Stiles car and 10 Things I Hate About You because that's a yeah. car a kid in high school will drive. Oh, yeah. They're all like, oh, yeah, I got this new uh, BMW. I got a Ford Mustang. No yeah, one in my a, high school had that shit. You know the kind of car you had like a fucking Mustang that was like a 1972. <laughs> not going to Beverly, West Beverly High. You, yeah. you know the kind of cars that people drive to high school? The... Uh, a Volkswagen um, Jetta, Jetta <laughs> wagon Passat. that we got in our driveway. That's right, but because you don't give your, your kid a super nice car because they're going to fuck that up. Yeah. In my high school, kids did drive cars like that. And actually, there is at least one car with a Mercedes at the school I work really? at now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, just, I don't care if I'm a millionaire. Oh, I'm finally got my license, Dad. Great. Here's your Passat. I park in the student no. lot, and I got one of the worst cars up in there. <laughs> I mean, I'm some sorry. people do that. My mom bought her kids BMWs for Christmas. I don't. I just... Sorry, must be nice to be it's rich. Okay. I don't want a car payment, so my car is what it is, because yeah. I wrote a Would you a like a Volkswagen Passat? <laughs> okay. My he can hook you up. He's got you know car. what? Fine. There's a good chance John would sell it to you for slightly more than he paid. <laughs> <laughs> A very good chance. I tell you what. No, I, don't. I wrote a check with my car. It's got heated seats. I freaking which, love them. Let me, tell, <laughs> let me tell you how much John paid for that car. <laughs> so there's a good chance. Fair you, market value. There's a good chance if you put a one in front of that, I'm sell it to you. Nah, you ain't got to put that much. So put the one on the other side. Just saying. <laughs> Well, Mark, on the other side, we got a deal. Well, he, after hearing all this, Mark gets very pissed and forbids her to see Stan. I forbid you. She and freaks she out. Goes, like, you're not you? my dad. And I'm like, even if he were your dad, you wouldn't listen yeah, to him. Yeah, not a good move. <laughs> you, you never forbid your daughter to see somebody. They're going to go see that already. It never works out well. So she freaks out understandably and storms away. Elaine's dad forbid her to see me and look how that worked out. That's not true. That's not true. I, I was like, say, really? <laughs> What kind of... No, that that wasn't a thing. My dad never did. My dad was never one of the... He was just like, oh, that's the guy you're dating. Because that's how you are. All that... Even that trope of, I'm going to show him all my guns and scare the shit out of him. It's not... I mean, unless, unless I the guy's like an obvious dad neck dealer. Like that. <laughs> so, I mean, he comes in with a neck tattoo. Wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> Well, we cut to the a basketball game. If our daughter brought home high school. If our daughter brought home a dude with a neck tattoo, we'd be very confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> At this point, why not? We Are you just, happy? Good. All right. We well, would good just luck. be very confused. 
We cut to a basketball game. Scarlett has her new boyfriend with her and brought him. Um, Mark is killing it, but the mm-hmm. game is 62 to 64. And Mark gets control of the ball. Now he can pass it to Stan or Alex. Against Coach, against Coach Gaffigan's wishes, he passes to Alex, shoots the winning three-point. Well, that's because Alex has that great three-point shot. And they have been practicing yep. with him against the buzzer. So Alex, <laughs> Alex gets to be the big winner of the game and be the big hero, and Nicole runs over to hug him, but Alex says he's too sweaty. <laughs> and I appreciated that. <laughs> because earlier in the very, very beginning with Zach Efron, and he's been practicing, and he's all sweaty and shirtless, and then he puts on a shirt to take the picture, and then they start pra- like warming up for the game, and then his girlfriend comes, and he's all over, and I'm like, ew! <laughs> Nothing but sweat for over an hour. <laughs> he should probably drink some fluids. Yeah. He's going to cramp up. Um, Jane leaves the school and is ambushed by Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants one chance. She refuses. So one he shot. says... One opportunity. <laughs> Mom's dun, spaghetti. Dun, 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 he dun. says he will buy all the students at this school laptops if she just goes out with them this on one day. This is gross. Huh? She caves and says, yes, but it's not a date. And if, if she does this, he will stop with all the gifts and all this and all the such, and She's they're like, just gonna drive me there. Alone. Yes, no he, limos. This is kind of gross. Anything. He is being gross. Yeah, he is harassing her. Pretty much. This is why he's my least favorite character. Spoilers. Yeah, you have to be really really hot to do this kind of stuff. And then like movies. Zach Efron can get away with it because yeah. he's dreamy. <laughs> we'll get to your movie later though. But uh, he says. I was just thinking that. <laughs> We'll discuss. He says, uh, sure. No, she goes, no limos, nothing gaudy. He goes, okay, sure. And then when she turns He's around, waiting. he calls off the He's like, how about we take your Hummer. car? Because, yeah, he was, he was going to be gaudy. Oh, uh, it's yeah. not Will? No. It's, it's some French it's chick. Work. It's some French chick. <laughs> Mark and... Uh, I know who it is. <laughs> so Mark and Alex are leaving... Alex is flustered because he wanted to kiss Nicole, but he got scared and froze up. Mark says he can fix that, and he yells, Victory party at my house. Then he sees Maggie alone, sobbing off on the side of the steps. He goes to check on her. Stan dumped her because she wouldn't sleep with him. Marker's Under the bleachers? Gross. Uh, I mean, Mark is super relieved, but I'm disappointed. No tears, no raccoon eyes. Come on, Michelle Trachtenberg, do something there. <laughs> Nothing. You're better than that. You're better than that. You're on Buffy, damn it. Buffy. <laughs> Buffet. You're in She uh, did road get trip. a lot of practice playing an overly emotional character yeah. on Buffy. It wasn't road trip, it was Euro trip. Euro trip. She was also Harriet the Spy. <laughs> I didn't remember that, but yeah. Mark Road Trip was much sooner. Mark consoles her and uh, makes her feel really good again, but it backfires because now she transfers her affection to him and she's all into him now. And Which now, is super gross. I'll say, yeah. you didn't love Stan as much as you think you did if you immediately. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, if I got transformed to be 17 years old, my daughter was trying to hit on me, I'd punch her in the face. If you <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> no! no! I'm 17 and I had a It might myself. be a bit oh overreaction. <laughs> that might be a bit much, but. <laughs> no! <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> this is what happens when you try to kiss boys. To have taken with him to the 17 all of his knowledge and experience. He got to keep it all. Yeah. So he, oh, he yeah. doesn't have an underdeveloped brain. <laughs> I mean, I definitely wouldn't do the Marty McFly and be like, all right, let's see what happens. That was like the grossest thing ever. Yeah. 
Well, everyone at school texts everyone else, so it looks like everyone at the school is going to show up to this party. At the restaurant, it's a full-on rager. Ned and Jane drink fake wine, and the waiter's a terrible pourer. But that's, goes, that's my business. That doesn't look like wine. I, I hate, that looks like cranberry juice. I hate <laughs> movies when they pour fake wine. And I look at it, I go, that is not wine. I, it might be a rosé, but there's no wine that looks like that. Well, they can't get drunk. They're, I know, I know, but... If you're just going to pour the glass for that scene, just pour real wine. Why? Except for Billy Bob Thornton. Why did it have to be red? It could have yeah. been white. Yeah, and then you could have just poured ginger ale or something. <laughs> Instead of with champagne. I don't know. Either way. Uh, Ned makes a deep Why cut. He's very upset about Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> but to his surprise, Jane corrects him and blows his mind. <gasps> She's just smallish. Yeah, then they, then they take that turn. <laughs> Lord of the Ring instrumentals play, and they speak Elvish to each other. Tony rolled his eyes. <laughs> At the party. Stan. So, if you're, like, super into Lord of the Rings and you speak I'd Elvish. I'd kill myself, yeah. <laughs> and you spoke Elvish. And then all of a sudden you're on a date and this woman who you've been... Well, those first two things would never happen. I would never be into Lord of the Rings and I'd never learn Elvish to speak Elvish to a girl that I wanted to have sex with. I mean, you've been obsessing over this woman and now she's speaking Elvish. That would be crazy. I would actually be turned There's off. There's a word that. for it. <laughs> the be word like, is called that. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That shit's amazing. Wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't bother you if you went on a date with a dude and he started speaking Elvish to you? I'd be like, what language is that? He would say Elvish. I'd be like, wow, you really learned a a whole fake language? And he said yes. And I'd be like, you know you could have learned a whole real language instead. (laughs) (laughs) She's not wrong. You could do that with something useful. He had all that Star Wars stuff too, and I'm like, what other languages? Do oh you God! Speak? <laughs> I did one. So you speak Klingon, motherfucker. Not Don't he lie likes, to me. No, he likes Star Wars. Trek and Wars are. He does not have any Star Trek stuff in his house. Usually, you one or the other. You get the movie rights. That may you be see true. the way that it works is you get movie rights to one, not the other. That may be true. The force but is I'm just saying. You may be right. He does not only speak Klingon. But just maybe a lunatic you're looking for. Um, Come on, I'm Billy Joe references past me. I would ask. I would inquire. You didn't want to spend your time. Learning a hey, real language. But it is, creep, creep. They didn't have to make that turn. She could have made the movie reference and they could have just bonded over their love of the Lord of the Rings. But they, they had but that, to make that would it be weird. subtlety, and this movie's not. <laughs> into that. Yeah, this subtlety has had its day. <laughs> At the party, Stan appears and tries to get back with Maggie, but she's in love with another. Mark appears, tells him to leave. Stan refuses and asks, Well, who's going to make me? Mark says, The police. <laughs> pulls out a cell phone Stan's leaving but he calls uh, Maggie a nun and insults her Mark I really like that thing where he's Stan. like who's gonna make me well the police will the police <laughs> because Tony this was... is a civilized society and this is how you handle things I actually well I told the car that I was like I actually really enjoyed that scene because it was not what you expect in a teen movie but he goes right. you know leave her alone and you're expecting oh he's gonna punch him no he goes who the fuck asked you and he goes get out of my house well, who's gonna make me the police Okay, I'm leaving. And, but then he, you know, he fights him. But it was like, that's never, like, that That works pretty much how it would probably go unless somebody was trashed and they start swinging. But I was like, that was pretty cool. You'd expect a punch from a get-go in a high school movie, but no. But either way, he does insult her and he does punch him. But then, uh, what is it, uh, Mark attacks, Stan misses, and then Stan knocks him out. And like, leaves. And leaves. <laughs> Mark wakes up in bed thinking that all of this was a dream... But uh, it's not true, and someone's rubbing on his chest. 
He realizes it's his daughter, and he freaks out. I would freak out. And shuts her down. I would totally freak out. Now, this is the thing. He shuts her down, he freaks out, and she's like, oh my god, it makes complete sense. You're gay. I don't know why he doesn't just say yes. That's That's exactly what Carly said. said. Just tell him you're gay. (laughs) Everything, all the weird things he does, makes sense. Yes, you're right, I'm gay. That's why I'm good friends with your mom. That's why I care so much about you, because you seem like a good person. The only reason I can think, because I was thinking this, the only reason I I think he doesn't do that is because what if he's stuck here? (laughs) If he's stuck here, he's like, then I might be hitting all these cheerleaders. No, no, because even if he's stuck here, he can still tell her he's gay. But what if she's going to tell everyone? They're seniors in high school. Next year is not his problem. That's true, that's true. (laughs) Also, all she says is, are you confused? Yeah. He could say, yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> or he could just say, I don't, I'm not attracted to you. I mean, the only downside <laughs> of saying I'm gay is that she might think he's secretly in love with her brother. Yeah. Okay. That's the only Which, again, we of. know her brother's not gay. So and she's not going to say... trying to hook up the brother with the cheerleader the whole time. Yeah. She goes, your pants are really tight. And he should say, thank you. I have a nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> just go with it. If everything else yes. makes sense, it's fine. Just but then the movie can't it. happen. The movie can happen. It absolutely could even happen. If she, even if he lied to her and said he's gay and then later kisses her mom, I mean, it's fine. But eventually he lays it down that he has another girlfriend. She's like, what's her name? Who is it? And he's like, no, no, no. We're not doing all that. And she goes, well, then you I need to... I just moved here. I'm still... He, actually, he says, I've been in love with the same person since I was 17, which yeah. you are right now. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it finally makes sense. I was in love with this girl and my mom didn't like her. And so she made me go live with my dad. <laughs> yeah. To now, separate us. I moved in with my dad so that I could still see my girlfriend. Or my mom sent me to my dad's because I almost knocked up my girlfriend. No, you got to go with the Fresh Prince. You got into a fight. His mom also, got scared. Also, <laughs> I just... This, to your cousin this mom <laughs> who had a baby when she was 17 and, and her 17-year-old oh. daughter doesn't Whoa. seem to have any oh. baggage around how her mom well, has been lecturing her whole, whole fucking life about this. This was in the trivia. This was in the trivia. <laughs> At no point this is gonna be your long does the mom speak to the daughter. Yeah, she I saw says that. nothing. Yeah. No lines directed, and they're even, the daughter does talk to the mom. They even but share the mom, a couple scenes. <laughs> the mom never speaks to her. Yeah. What is that? And at the one basketball game that we just talked about with the sixty-two to sixty-four, Stan goes over and makes out with her. Yeah. During the game. <laughs> right in front of her. Yeah. And the mom is there, and I'm like, I cannot for a second believe that this teen mom has not spoken to her daughter a lot of times about this. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) At the restaurant, Jane and Ned connect, and she wants to know whose lair they're going to hang at. Or bang at, sorry. He says his. So that's where they're going back to the party. He wants to show her his weird bed. He just (laughs) put clean sheets on the speeder. (laughs) Scarlett shows up to the party looking for Alex. I mean, I would if I was having a date and hoping it went well. I'd make sure I. And why is she looking for Alex at the party and not her daughter? Mark stops her and says, "Maybe she doesn't know she has a daughter." He's with his new girlfriend. (laughs) Scarlett's happy and surprised. Her son has a girlfriend. Ned and Jane pull up to Ned's house, and it is chaos. Kids are running around everywhere, playing with all his props and wearing stormtrooper helmets and throwing shit at each other. He says, "I'm going to kill him." Mm-hmm. Justifiably. <laughs> you know what? I, just, you know what? 
Eh. You know what just occurred He's to me? He's not going to actually kill him. It's funny because usually in movies, it's like all about the sister or the daughter and the brother gets ignored. And this is kind of more about the brother and the daughter gets a bit ignored. It's kind mm. of interesting. Well, Ned yells for everyone to leave. Nobody goes anywhere. So Jan whistles and everyone freezes. <laughs> she tells everyone to get out or get three months detention and they roll out. Tony's like... She doesn't have any authority here. Yeah. <laughs> you have what, no power if here. If the principal showed up to my high school party, though, I was dipping out. Oh, yeah, I would dip out. Unless it was my house. But I mean, there's nothing the principal out. can do. At some point, someone should realize you All are the principal of the school. The yeah. And she knows who everybody is, though. I have been to a party when the police show up. That clears the room quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have never. You've never been to a party with the police? Come? Where police I've been to parties up. with police. But I've never been to a party when the police showed up. When, when the police show up, when you're in high right school with you. and the cops come, <laughs> you, right? you either run or everybody freezes. And you're just like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? I didn't go to parties you know you in have, high school. Like, and it's what you do is, not every, see, the mistake is that everybody runs one direction. You have to scatter. Yeah. Because there's only so many of them, and you play the law of averages. I didn't go to parties in You just got to make sure that your brother is with you, because if he gets caught and you don't, problem yeah. you have to go home and explain that so you have to yell keep up <laughs> i mean in theory well, I, I did something when i was 16 they got me a super early curfew for the rest of my time at home and i didn't go to college so <laughs> didn't go to parties where the cops showed up well you missed out i don't think i did <laughs> i gotta say when you do get away it's like oh that was fucking awesome yeah <laughs> tony Peck, you know yeah Okay, thank you. Well, Maggie goes to tell Mark that all this shit's going down, but Mark is cozy enough with Scarlet. Scarlet puts her hand on Mark's, by the way. I, oh. I point that out. He leans in to kiss her, and she freaks out and pushes him off of her. That's because she flirted with him. And then she slaps him across the face and runs. Mark tries I don't to think ex- she slap calls him, him a pervert. He's not a pervert. Not- it's not, and I'm like, he's a 17 year old boy, and and you're an attractive woman, and is that has, really crazy? <laughs> um, no, he's no, not a pervert. He's not a pervert. He's trying to make her a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just thought it was inappropriate for her to call him a pervert. He's and, a 17 year old boy. No, can we, of course he's a pervert. Can we, yeah, true. Can we also point out that it's highly inappropriate for her to smack him? You just or such a minor. Uh oh! Welcome back to the podcast. John getting mad when a woman hits a man for oh, no reason at all. Well, because it's not okay. It's definitely snap. not. Oh. I agree with you. You may have to leave the room because he's about to get slapped a whole lot. <laughs> well, but most but of them, them, I know, I know. Most of them seem to come from that. <laughs> but uh, he tries. Now he says fuck it, and he tries to explain to her, "Look, I'm, like, your, I'm, husband. Of your, I'm your husband. I'm your husband. Now it just sounds like fucking crazy talk." Yeah. Well, yeah. She, Who would believe this? Yeah. I'd smack him now. <laughs> He's crazy! <laughs> so, uh, but Maggie has seen all this, and she slaps him and leaves. Which... Okay. <laughs> then all the Look, I know I'm in love with another woman. Turns out to be your mom. mom. Yeah. That might make me vomit. It's not going to make me slap you across the face. I come by, back with the police. <laughs> like, all of them. Take them all. One by one, all the cheerleaders come up, and they slap them. It's kind of a Jack Sparrow moment. For no apparent moment. reason whatsoever. But the last one actually says, well, and call me after <laughs> She just wants it. So Jane explains to Ned that this is why I can't date parents of students. And Ned gets highly upset. 
Yeah, see, I don't see why this has anything to do with that. And this is why I wanted to know a little, a little made-up story about the mom. Because, presumably, at this point, we don't know yet, but he's... He's not going to be 17 forever. <laughs> yeah, Carly, Carly had a good point. She's watching. She goes, so what happens next week when this sun disappears <laughs> off of Earth that you had records for that you're going to explain to the police what he's just you, moved away? you are still going after this lady. And what happened the police to are going to go, oh, he grew in there. No, that's fine. Your son, we, we don't need to do a missing report on him or anything. And Tony's like, yeah. I mean, isn't she going to have to report the kid? I'm like, she's a mandatory reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Files and stuff were printed out at the school for this kid. You know, so. I'm pretty but. sure if his fake documents got him in the school, he can fake something that makes it seem like he just went back to live with his mom. And that's, that's, all, I, that's all I just wanted was just a little throwaway line. Yeah. My mom had to go to Africa for work for a year, so I'm here with my dad. You know, <laughs> well, Mark, Mark apologizes. That would be good. Something. <laughs> yeah, slow but I'm going to go back as soon as mom gets home. Yeah. Mark apologizes to Ned, and Ned accepts it, but then slaps him a bunch. I think it's three or four times. The appropriate amount for throwing a party in your friend's house. Yeah. And this I'm actually okay with. This slap is warranted. You need to clean all this, dude. He deserves yeah. this And slap. he doesn't. He doesn't help clean at all. And Tony's like, he would hire somebody. You just hire somebody. But I mean, it's a, still, it's a why is Ned cleaning? Because <laughs> he's upset. So the next day, Mark is highly depressed. But Mark, or rather adult Mike, is due in court today for his divorce hearing. Ned uh, <laughs> says, don't worry. And he drives him in his Lamborghini. And while they're driving, Ned says, don't worry, I have a fake police siren and light. And he flashes it to get through the traffic faster. In a Lamborghini. Because unmarked I know, I was like, nobody's going to believe that's a cop car. <laughs> Actually, I saw cops. one in, um, the, in Italy. They have a Lamborghini. Okay. I think in LAPD. But, in Italy, <laughs> but like, you're never out running that motherfucker. <laughs> sports cars. But uh, Ned and Mark burst in. We had a Hummer here for a while. but I would believe that. But, not like but that was from the Hummer dealership. It was donated, and when the Hummer dealership closed down, they took it back. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. it was on loan. Ned Get and Mark it. burst into the courtroom. Mark has made a fake law degree, so the judge allows it for a moment. After a few seconds of Ned's BS, the judge is like, okay, throw him out. And uh, <laughs> Mark says, wait, I have a letter from Mike to read on his behalf. And she's like, no, and gets to throw him out. But Scar goes, no, no, can I hear this? So Mark tells the story of how he, how Mike and Scarlett met, and he's fighting tears through it. He says he loves her, blah, 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 but that it's, he's okay with her moving on because he cares that much about her, and then he leaves. Scarlett is moved, but she asks the judge to postpone uh, the, court, the hearing. She says, okay, 30 days, and then she goes and checks the letter that he left, and there's nothing written on it like that. It's, <gasps> it's like directions or something, so she knows that, you know. It's true. She's starting to get suspicions, I guess, maybe, or wonder how he knew that. that She's very night, confused. That night, Mark is practicing hard at basketball, and Ned tells him to calm down. He says, no, uh, he's made a mess of this whole spirit path thing, so there is no path. Everyone's better off and happier without me, so I'm going to go ahead and do the basketball thing. I appear to be trapped here. Yeah. I might as well try to get a scholarship. Scarlet looks through their old yearbook and finds Mike's old picture, and it's fucking him. <laughs> and in her backyard. And you think she would notice. Yeah. I'd like to think if my 17-year-old self showed up, you'd notice. I didn't know you when you were 17. If, if. But I'm pretty sure I might My boyfriend, when I was 17, showed up. 
I'd be like, man, you really could look a lot like Brandon. <laughs> I okay. would get out an old but yearbook and check. Like, that would have been. Brandon, I would so be like, I just want to point out for the, for, for the record here that Elaine said she can't recognize my 17-year-old self because we had not met. When did you meet? When you were 20? I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big difference between you when we met and you when you were 17. I was 18. Cold change. He had really long hair. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but no, I shaved it before I left. But. Yes. Well, okay. Let me just say, yes, I probably would be very suspicious if I met 17-year-old you. But one, Elaine has a brain like Swiss cheese. <laughs> so, of all the people for her to forget, I'd like it to be me. <laughs> I don't really remember Was what it you match so dot com? Yeah, I think it's dot com. Like you. I don't know. So. I feel like Tony's I'm not sure I would recognize 17 year old me. I would. Well, that's sweet. Also, I don't feel like I look that I wouldn't let her kiss than me than I did creepy. when I was in high school. Like, I don't look that different. A little older, but the Matthew Perry Zach Efron yeah, transformation was huge. That <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you, had, you married your high school sweetheart. The first thing you do once you sober up is get out your yearbook and I mean, compare look at it. your wedding photos. He was probably only 18 when you yeah. got married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and that picture should be around. <laughs> You're going to think, oh my God, I was so drunk. I thought this kid looked like my husband. The next time he comes over, you're going to compare him to a picture. And you're going to like, oh my God. He's going to walk in the door. He'll be like, hold on. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. And then you wonder. your husband. And he can tell you all this shit. And then you get suspicious. <laughs> So this kid looks exactly like my husband did. Now I'm suspicious that Ned cloned my husband. <laughs> you, you might think that. <laughs> that's when you use your password. <laughs> and that's what I said. When they were fighting in the beginning, when he showed up and he was mm-hmm. 17 and he had never fighting, I was like, they have a password. Yes. <laughs> but, but my wife has a brain like Swiss cheese and would have forgotten the password. <laughs> uh, well, don't yell it now for all everybody to hear. <laughs> I know my password from when I was a kid, too. Oh, really? But you don't know what it looked like when I was 17. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> I mean, I got... <laughs> You're not going to help the situation. Scarlet, Scarlet goes into the backyard. And she finds the hammock that was the thing in the beginning. He was supposed to put it together. and never did. He put it together, whatever. With a goodbye note on it and his wedding ring from Mike saying goodbye. Mike, goes, Mike is now at high school warming up for a game. Coach Gaffigan tells him that a scout and the coach... Ohio State are in the bleachers. Tony's like, so yeah, are they right. in Ohio? Where does this movie take place? <laughs> where did this coach this from Cincinnati? Ohio State go is to see Columbus? a six-foot basketball player play? It's got to be Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> so they take another team pick. That's just the most surprising thing in this movie, that it's set in Ohio. <laughs> they take a team pick and uh, Why are you looking it's at me like time that? for the cheerleaders to do their routine. Elaine's from Michigan. They don't like Ohio. No. I don't have a problem Probably. with Ohio. I'm not Jeff. My family's from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think they have anything against Michigan. They do around Toledo. My parents are from Toledo. <laughs> Evidently, that is not true. There was a well, war over the city of Toledo. I mean... All right, can we talk about the battle of Michigan My parents used to go to Ohio Michigan later. to drink because the drinking age was lower. So they didn't mind being near Michigan. <laughs> the cheerleaders start, to, start up their routine. Scarlett and Maggie show up to watch the game. Ned, somehow, reconnects with Jane over a cloak of invisibility. She says, you know what? You can plunge in my dungeon anytime. Whoa! He says, I'll bring my Because he's like, I just want to be friends with you. Yeah. And she says, you can plunder my dungeon. Yeah. I was like... It's, whatever. It's stupid. <laughs> 
She loves him. She can't help herself. He's just the nerd she's been looking for. So and she wants to be plundered. Scarlet is watching. I mean, everybody really wants that. Hey, good for them. As long as those kids are happy, whatever. Scarlet is watching Mark Caesar and does his little blow a kiss jump shot signal that he used to do back in the, when he played in the 80s. And she's like, holy shit. Now she knows it's him. Yeah, she gets she up and leaves. Mark's, she's like, I can't do this again. <laughs> Mark sees this and again leaves the game for her. Uh, montage of everything from all various points of this movie, which we didn't need. It's not that difficult a plot to follow. Wasn't that long of a movie? Even my Swiss cheese brain retained all this information. <laughs> we see the janitor in the crowd smiling. He gives, uh, he, given the same chance, he still picked Scarlet. Oh. Mm-hmm. As Mark runs down the hallway after her, everything gets all whirly-pearly or whatever. <laughs> and, goes, and he turns back into Luke Perry. <laughs> oh, no. Luke Perry, Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry. Hey, Matthew Perry. <laughs> he, wishes, Perry. <laughs> he wishes he turned into Luke Perry. He turned that into would be Matthew interesting. Perry. Like, oh, Luke shit. Perry would have made more sense. Yeah. I agree. He <laughs> looks about as much you know like Zac Efron as been, Matthew Perry does. It should have been Luke Perry in this role. Because he <laughs> could, if you squint, you can look down and see it. If you squint hard enough, you'd be like, yeah, Luke Perry into Zac Efron. That would make sense. <laughs> so Scarlet sees him and goes to him. Tony goes, He's still wearing that backpack. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't want to see that. No. Scarlet sees him. It's a little doughy. Scarlet sees him and goes Joey. to him. He was no, Chandler. I said doughy. I know, and I made a joke about and she it. Goes, Joey and Chandler. Oh, so funny. Ha, 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 ha. And she goes, is that really you? He goes, I can explain. She goes, really? He goes, not at all. No. <laughs> so Mike apologizes and swears he will make it up to her forever for the rest of his life, whatever, because this is a movie. You won't forget about it a month later, like in real life. They hug. He spins her right round, baby right round. And she asks if there's any way that he might get that six-pack back. And he says, uh, Nope. I know you were checking me out. And back at the game, everybody's cheering for Alex because it's a movie. I would just like to point out that at no point has he told this woman, by the way, I lost my job. (laughs) (laughs) I quit my job. No, no. He got fired when he smashed his when boss's phone. Thing well, out and smashed I mean, the like, yes, he quit, but no, he got fired. Technically. But, uh... And then Tony asked me if if he turned into his 18-year-old self, if I would have sex with him. Would you have No, no, big day. Uh, 17 yeah, 18. or 18? At 18, I'd have blonde on the sides. <laughs> like Mr. Fantastic? Uh, I guess. Was, they called me Mad Max. So and I said, like, yeah, yeah. It was really bad. I had some, some, you have any pictures I had of some embarrassing oh hairstyles I throughout said, my career. I, as said, a I don't even know if I wanted to sleep with 18-year-old boys when I was 18. <laughs> but then she gave up They're and said she catch the beat. So, <laughs> what do you think going? That he does keep not going and coming his out. knowledge and experience, so maybe he wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he wouldn't be terrible. Maybe. Noted. <laughs> this may be the last episode with Carly on it. Well, that's I mean, an interesting thing. <laughs> Never mind. Let's just. Then she related like, it with said, all your knowledge and current experience. Maybe. You're maybe. Not terrible. Maybe. So thanks. Uh, ow. Wow. Ow. I've been hurting Tony's feelings today. <laughs> ow. That oh, might cool. be meaner than when I was Speaking a jerk. Speaking of I putting hammocks in the bathroom. Yeah. 
How, you know, that couch is uncomfortable there, Carl. Oh, oh Jesus, that's Especially mean. when it's in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Elaine. Okay, my favorite character is Ned. Now I'm sensitive now, so. <laughs> okay, well, my favorite character is still Ned. Ned? I okay. just like him the best. I wish he was my best friend. We would totally get along and hang out. My least favorite... Any, any, friend, any, friend that, any friend that buys me $70,000 Audi, Audi. Yeah, right? Mm. My least favorite character is Naomi. Because I don't Night think she was a very good friend, and I didn't think she needed to be in this movie. Uh, my favorite scene is the fight scene between Ned and Mike when Mike first gets turned into Zac Efron. And Ned <laughs> thinks he's an intruder. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is Ned's battle axe from the fight. She's all about Ned. There's a lot of tertiary objects in My studio. favorite line is when they go to enroll, enroll Mike in high school. And he looks like Kevin Federline. And then Ned says, we have to go shopping. Your shirt is bedazzled. <laughs> it's bedazzled. Um, this movie was actually really hard for me to watch. Aww. I have found lately that... No, it's not lately. Yes, <laughs> no, it's, it's lately. Can I finish my sentence? Okay. I have a restart from the beginning, though. So I have found lately that... Um, my secondhand embarrassment is getting worse. Oh. Like, I get embarrassed I for characters. She watches TV your... shows and has to turn... She puts the book I... in the freezer. What was your big embarrassment in this movie? The whole thing. Oh, my God. It's so... <laughs> Most of it. Every time, like, when he made that speech about abstinence, it's so cringy. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, oh, I can't even. And every time he was, like, hits on his wife and, like, just oh. the weirdness okay. and... There was a lot of very things that if it wasn't a movie, it'd be super awkward. Mm. Things that are the the funny the funniest parts of this movie are the most awkward parts. Yeah, and I am finding that that stuff bothers me more and more. <laughs> so I was kind of as upset at this movie as I was at some of the scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> so you tried to I tried it. Yes. <laughs> made it worse. I, apparently, I can't win today because so. it's. Just it just makes me uncomfortable, and I'm just like, oh, I can't, oh, I can't, and I'm just like, I don't want to watch this again. Um, I don't think it's bad. I just don't ever want to watch it. I'm gonna give it a maybe. It's better than I thought you were gonna get. Well, I thought about naming it, but I actually think that it's probably a pretty enjoyable movie if you're not me. So I'm gonna give it a maybe. Carly, all hurt, right, hurt me some more. Oh hush. There you go. <laughs> My favorite character was also Ned, but I liked Mark, not Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mark was pretty cool. Mark. I didn't <laughs> My least favorite character, I did not like Maggie. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, teenage girl. I know she's a teenage girl, but are you really, presumably, she got into Georgetown. She has this, you know, she's like the smart girl. Who's dating the guy who bullies her brother? Like yeah. I just like I just didn't like her. And then she's yeah, like, I he's my future. Oh, he doesn't want to be with me, and now I'm gonna be with you. And I don't know, I just didn't like her. She wasn't a very well written character. I actually <laughs> I think she's written like most like a lot of teenagers. You would date the guy who's bullying your little brother. No, but not going to Georgetown to be with my with my high school sweetheart. Yes, that's the kind of dumb thing that teenagers do all the time. That's fair. My favorite scene was when Mark goes to the school the first time, and then when he comes back the second time, and he thinks that he's that CW heartthrob guy, and then the bell rings and nobody gives a fuck about him. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like funny. him going to the school. 
Uh, my favorite line was, come on, man, don't you ever want to go back and do high school again? And Ned says, no, I'm rich, and no one has shoved my head in the toilet today. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite chair share, I went with the car. I Oh, you stole my car. There's the a Lambo? lot of... No, it's the Lambo, the Audi. The, there was a lot of cool stuff at Ned's house, but I just couldn't pick one thing, so I went with the car. I'd rather have the car than all the shit in Ned's house. <laughs> I don't know. I could go for a battle axe. <laughs> and oh, yeah, it, it was fun. It it walked a line very well, I thought, because it got cringy, but never got gross. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Like, if it was Seth Rogen, he would have been fucking her. No. Like yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, was it was embarrassing, but it wasn't gross. And all the characters were fairly nice. I actually hard, had a hard time picking Elise's favorite character. I didn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yeah. Oh. I have a, I got the new object. Hold on. Uh, my, with the Lambo. There's plenty of. My, there was no Lambo in there. There was a Lambo at the end. There was a Lambo at the end. <laughs> uh, we just talked about it. <laughs> I have a Swiss cheese brain. I'm sorry, what was your name again? <laughs> We're just getting shit. My favorite character, get off my foods, my foods, my shoes. I've been breathing all day. I'm tired. <laughs> my favorite character, stop it, is going to be Mark. Because he was an uh, all-around good dude. Other than he's trying to sleep with an older lady who clearly didn't... But don't worry about that. It's his wife. (laughs) My least favorite character is Ned. Because you cannot... It's not okay to keep approaching a woman like that after she's said no. Unless you're really, really hot. He's not. He is really, really rich, though. Doesn't make it okay. Still bad. It's good comic relief. But if it were happening to you... (laughs) That's how... That could be a horror movie in itself. (laughs) Yeah, this is how restraining orders happen. So, um, uh, my favorite line is, I'm never going back to that place. I'm never going back to that place. And then you're at that place. Yep. That was fun. Um, my favorite scene is the, the lunchroom scene where Zach Efron grabs the basketball and then talks about his little dick with his little <laughs> ball handling thing. Very smooth. Because he's good at handling balls. Allegedly. Basketball, so Mm-hmm. That was his own thing. Mm-hmm. And what I oh object. I gotta get a new object. I'm gonna go with uh, the Darth Vader mug that Matthew Perry drank from in the beginning, beginning. when you're in cereal. Yeah. Why? Because it's the first thing that jumped into my brain after the Audi. <laughs> and I'll yay it. It's of the genre, it's not your top shelf, but it's not the bottom either. It's it's right in that middle area. But there's a lot of room. So, yeah, give it a shot if you're into this kind of thing. Or if you just want to see Zac Efron. <clears throat> which is the thing. He's I may have to watch more of his movies. I don't know. <laughs> this is well, then you should one. go with Baywatch where he doesn't wear a shirt for most of it. Probably does have Alexander the dog on it. <laughs> he's good in it, but it's terrible. It is terrible. But you don't watch it for the plot. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you realize The Rock is a bad actor. <laughs> the Rock is ever terrible uh, actor. Well, no, he was good in a couple of things. We did the rundown. He was very enjoyable. Yeah, we, but we had this. Walking Trolley was good. Yeah, he but, played the same character. But then by the, the time rock. Baywatch <laughs> comes around, you're like, oh, my God. Me and Will had this conversation a couple years ago, though, because he was talking about The Rock, and I was like, The Rock sucks. And he goes, The Rock's awesome. I was like, why don't you look at his IMDb? There's like 50 movies on there. Two are good or watchable. The rest are a whole lot of bullshit. 
You know, that you're like, this is dumb. What do you, you know, the roles that you're like, why did they cast him? It's just because he's The Rock. You know what I mean? Like, some of these roles are just like, what are you? You're like a fireman? Could have been anybody, you know? But I don't know. You think about him. He's a douchebag. Well, you think about him, and you think he has kind of that same action star career as Arnold Schwarzenegger. He does not. But he does not. The quality (laughs) of the films are not the same. There are no snakes. They are not facing each other. Lady. But I will tell you. That they watched this movie, I realized he's a terrible actor. I really like Conan. <laughs> I really like Conan. That's why I did a retrospective on the podcast. Please go back and listen to our episodes on Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. And then Red Sonia, because mm-hmm. don't argue with me, that's Conan. I'm not arguing with you. It's also a great movie. Tony, well, what do you think about this movie? Oh. <laughs> We're like four hours into your episode here. It's not four hours We're going to have to long. break this up into sections. It doesn't tell us anymore. <laughs> it does, but... Well, my favorite character, it was close between Ned and Mark. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind. I liked them both, despite that. Am I the one who hated Ned? My least favorite character yes. was Stan, because he was a horrible <laughs> sociopath. <laughs> and a small penis. And he almost killed his brother by ta- duct-taping him to a toilet. How did that kill somebody? Uh, if you leave them there long enough, they cut start circulation it. off. Yeah, I guess somebody eventually would have come to the bathroom. Hopefully. Who would have asked the bathroom no one goes in? And for, for six months, we can't find him. And all of a sudden, someone goes, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they, they only have one janitor at this place. <laughs> <laughs> she eventually would have cleaned that bathroom. Hopefully. It only would have taken a week. Yeah, they only have the one janitor. Well, they only clean that janitors, bathroom once a month. mystical, so we don't know if he cleans. Or he just shows up to grant weird wishes. Right. Well, my weird wishes. I wish I would get off this toilet. Yeah. Granted, <laughs> it's a little easier than turning someone, you know, forty years younger or whatever he was. But uh, okay, my favorite line is, "Do you dance with all your friends' moms like that?" Pretty much. Uh, my favorite scene was when he when he does the big transformation thing, goes back into school all cool, thinks he's gonna run everything, and everybody just pushes him around. So like, dude, nobody gives a fuck about you. And my favorite tertiary object was in the very beginning, Alex is playing a PSP. And I used to love me some PSP. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't see him much anymore. And of course, I'll get the movie. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the math. So she gets pregnant when they're 17. Okay. So let's say she had the baby at 18. And the daughter is what a senior in high school and She's is seventeen. Seventeen. So it's only been seventeen or eighteen years. So he's only thirty-five. He looks rough. Thirty-five. Looks rough. Well, he did, he, did, he did have a big drug problem. Thirty-five. Father, he did. But, he, but presumably Perry was Mike not didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. And they think they said that I forget what the actual age was, but that Michelle Trachtenberg was only like. I think it was nine. I think it was nine. There was nine only years nine years younger. difference between her and her mom, yeah. who didn't speak to her. Mm-hmm. The whole movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Weird. All right. So, hey, Carly. Hey, please find us on Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast or email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I don't have a song, so I'm just gonna pick some. Okay. okay. Is it going to be that ABC? No. <laughs> you, should go with, you should go with shares if I could turn back time. No. No, Tony's going to play the song that is the earworm that was in my No, you're supposed to here. play Treat Your Mother Right by Mr. D. That's your thing. That is my thing. Anyways. Treat Your Right. Next week. On the podcast. Is Carly's pick. We're going to do Age of Adeline. 
Age of Adeline, starring the wonderful Mrs. Um, uh, Ryan Mrs. Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah, Mrs. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Blake Lively. It's 2014. Otherwise, he calls her as the baby mama. 2015. Are they still together? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, it's Chris Pratt that got. Yeah. With Anna Faris. No, they've broken up. Anna Faris. And now he's with yeah. a Schwarzenegger, isn't he? Or somebody. I don't know. But I know they broke I don't up. really follow those because I can really. They don't care who I'm dating, so I don't care who they're dating. It's fair. Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm one of those weird people who don't give a fuck what you're doing. I think he's married now. Has another kid. Yeah. Who's that? Pratt? Yeah. 